Today we're going to talk about what an ego is. Do you even want to know? Most people don't want to know. I know I thought I knew what ego was. And I thought that someone with a large ego was like, think of like Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. Or some macho businessman tycoon kind of thing. That's someone with a big ego. Now understanding that ego is your habitual thought patterns that you identify with and you they run the show. And your ego will always be with you. It doesn't go away. It's how your brain works. But once we can understand what our ego is and we can watch it, we can kind of separate ourselves from it and realize that Number one, we aren't our ego. Our ego is a tool that our mortal brain uses to keep us safe. And number two, we can diminish the poopy parts of our ego that we don't like and we can heal it and we can work with it. So it'll work alongside with you and it'll be great. Your ego is your thought patterns based on beliefs. Whether these beliefs are true or not doesn't matter to your ego. They think they're true. So they react based on those beliefs. So what we do a lot with our life coaching stuff is if you have some negative stuff going on in your life, there's a belief in there somewhere that's not cool that we have to dig down and get and turn around. And that really helps you. The best way to make our egos get smaller is the first homework assignment that you would get, which would be to, you're going to start watching your feelings. Your job is to start watching your thoughts and feelings and actions. So basically, grab a bag of popcorn and for a week, just watch what you're doing. That's it. You're going to watch what you're doing. You're going to watch what you're thinking. You're going to watch what you're saying. Putting the light of awareness, your consciousness, once you put that light on your ego, it can't get stronger. It, The light of your consciousness is truth. And when you put truth on what's going on inside your head, it, it will get better. This is not judging it and telling it's wrong. It's just noticing it. One of the most common examples people will give is waiting in line at a grocery store okay so you get in a line you're stuck in it and it's really long and everyone is taking a long time and the checker's doing a a slow job and you get upset only your ego can get upset and is your ego is getting upset about what usually that your time is important this is wasting your time they're slow they're incompetent this is wrong this shouldn't be happening that's all ego because what's happening is what's happening but your ego is the one that's saying it's wrong based on beliefs like people should be competent in their jobs people shouldn't use 800 coupons people shouldn't whatever whatever it is or even the belief like I should be able to pick the right line I always laugh that I always pick the wrong line like the slowest line 
But now, when things like that pop up in my life and they irritate me, I take a deep breath and I'm like, dude, this is great work. I can watch my ego at work. I can watch how I'm getting irritated. Oh, wow. I think I'm better than that person because they're not doing a good job at their job. Wow. I think I'm so important that I don't have time to just stand here and look at the stuff that's for sale or talk to the person behind me. It really helps me a lot. Another one, if you're a parent, is when your kids do something wrong in public, how you react is usually different than when you're at home. It's either you react better because you're out in public because your ego is like people won't like you if they see that you get really like bat crap crazy when your kids freak out, right? Or the other one is you react more harshly because people just saw what your kid did and that's ego because you're worried about what people are thinking about you as a parent about your child as a person you that's ego ego is worried about all of those things your ego's job if you go back to you know we'll pretend we're like paleo here right is to make sure you don't get kicked out of the cave and if people don't like you you're going to get kicked out of the cave and then you'll starve and die. Now, we're not living in caves anymore, but your ego is has a negative belief. People won't like you if you don't act this certain way or it's wrong if your kids act this certain way. If your kids loved and respected you, they wouldn't act like this. They would be awesome and they would be respectful. That's ego. Kids are kids and kids are going to do all kinds of crap just like adults do all kinds of crap. And once you start watching your reactions, the funny part is, is that your reactions don't stop. You're just watching them because it's like a rerun. It's just your brain is going to run its course and do its thing. Once you start watching it, it's going to keep doing its thing and slowly it will start to change. And it's really awesome when you can catch yourself being yanked by your ego and then if it's really gross I can go wow I think there's something like personally I have um, like money blocks that I'm working on from old negative beliefs and I think I've gotten to the base of them and then something will happen and yank I totally get yanked back in which means oh there's more there you know there's more work to do there and that's why we're here we're here to learn we're here to grow and we're here to realize who we truly are we're not our ego our ego is just part of our body part of our brain that is protecting us we are so much more than that so much more powerful than that so it's that breaking off from our ego some people call it ego death and um It can come to you radically or it can come slowly. Um, Like, let's say you're the president or CEO of a job, right? You identify with that so you get all of these good feelings because you're that thing. But that thing can end and that can take it away. And then what does that mean about you? If you're not ego attached to that and you're like, this is just my function right now and that can end, it's a it's a fine transition. Moms experience this when your youngest kid leaves out of the house. If you had an ego role in being a parent, that somehow having children at home 
made you important, gave you purpose, gave you meaning, um, meant you were special, uh, meant you were needed, right? Well, then what happens when your kids leave? And that's how you identify. It means you're not needed. It means you're not special. It means you're not important anymore. It means, you know, who am I? If all I was was a mom and now I'm not, now who I am, who am I? And that's ego. That's not who you truly are. Those are just beliefs around being a mom or having kids at home instead of what's the truth. Kids grow up and if they function well, they leave the house. That's supposed to happen. But also, there's emotions that come up with that. That's okay. We get the despair. We get the sadness. We get the loss. Look at all of those. The only way they can get really bad is if somehow you have ego attachment around it. And that's a really important thing for us. Ego growth, though, is important. Children are supposed to grow their egos so that that is just an important part of life so that we can break away from it because it it is an important part of the process and if you think of ego like I did if you think of it's just this big machismo guy what your ego does is your ego wants to be noticed and be special and if your ego can't be special by being super awesome at life your ego is going to get attention and be special by being really miserable so Ego, yeah, is those loud, obnoxious people. Ego's also the quiet, timid people who I'm okay. Everything's fine. Don't mind me. That's ego too. Ego is any time that you are identifying with your thought patterns. And it can get really not cool. Like mine was really gross. But my negative beliefs were really gross. So I hated my ego, which was so off the mark. It really was... Oh, I have picked up a lot of gross negative beliefs from growing up that aren't true. My ego was just doing its job. It, thank you. It was taking care of me. And it still flares up. And that's okay. And I just watch it. And I'm not perfect. But it also helps when really tragic things happen. Because why am I getting really upset? What is really bothering me? So recently we just had some really great friends and neighbors pass away like suddenly super tragic awful right it's so not okay it feels wrong it's just not okay it's so sad but when it starts to be something that I can't stop thinking about and I can't sleep that's ego there's something in there about me that I'm trying to protect myself so I'm scared about my husband dying I'm scared about being alone with my children I'm scared that I'm not healthy enough I'm scared that my husband's not healthy enough I'm scared that life is so fragile and short and I don't even know what's going on these are all ego because it's scrambling it's trying to make sense of what's going on and if you have the negative belief this is a negative belief by the way that death is wrong and death is bad are those true no death is part of life And I'm not God. I don't have the greater plan. I have no idea what's going on. But the negative belief that like people who are young shouldn't die or people who are good shouldn't die, that's not true. And that causes me a lot of frustration if I believe that to be true. 
And that's the thing about ego is it's all about you. This isn't really about the other person. It's always about you. It's always about me. (laughs) It just goes back to me. And understanding that we're supposed to grow up. We're supposed to get this ego identity. But then you really can't progress until you understand what your ego is and that you thought you were your ego. So the greatest thing for me as someone who suffers from mental illness, when I grasped the concept that these are just thoughts of my disordered brain that has all of these negative beliefs because of what it's been through and this isn't who I am, holy relief, like the best thing that could ever happen to me because I thought I was this disordered brain. I thought that I was crippled. I thought that I was handicapped. I thought that I was all of these horrible thoughts that run through my head. And once I could look at the thoughts, if I am the thoughts, I can't look at the thoughts, right? You can't have an out-of-body experience unless you're out of your body, which means you're separate from your body. So the fact that I can see my thoughts and hear and feel and watch myself doing these things means that that's not who I am. I'm watching this. I'm watching my brain do all of these things. I'm watching this personality that is Annie talk the way she is. And Annie gets offended. And then she wants to prove that she's smart. So Annie does these certain things. Annie, as a mom, still has an ego attachment that parents know what's best and kids need to just respect that. To a level, that's true because we need to respect each other. But to another level, that's one that causes a lot of friction for my life because it's about me being important and special. And that's not cool. So if you don't know what ego is, I hope in some way, just this little bit, you can listen and look in your own life and say, you know, maybe there is something that is causing me this distress, which is a belief. And maybe it is something I could look at. And maybe it is something I could change. And maybe that could bring me a little bit more peace in my life. And you know what? It will. When you can start to do this work and start to watch yourself and detach, it's amazing. I won't say it's easy because it's not. It's really difficult, but it's totally worth it. And the peace that it brings to you, that you can go places and stay calm and you can do things and big stuff pops up and you still can be there for other people because you're not running on this ego hamster wheel over and over again proving that you're important. I don't know how to explain how transformative this process is. And I'll always tell people the best way is through meditation. I think everyone needs to meditate, but that's my little you know, what is it? (laughs) My little stool that I stand on and rant on. Um, But you can do it just by watching. You will be grossed out when you start watching. You will. It's really fascinating to see. But it also, if you cannot judge yourself, those things will start to get less and fewer far between and the real you can have a chance to come out and run the show when you start shining the light on those negative beliefs and then the thoughts and action patterns that have been born of those beliefs so you know one of the things is like have a conversation with someone and don't defend your point of view 
Could you do that? Would you be okay with that? Would you be okay with someone pointing out your parenting mistakes? Because we all have them. And we're okay with pointing out our own. But what if someone points out yours and you go, yeah, you know what? I do do that. And watch your kid's face when they when they go, you know what? You're not fair because you say this and you say that. You go, yeah, I know. I'm not fair. I'm human. I make mistakes and I'm sorry. And I'm trying to do better. Their jaws will just drop to the floor and they won't know what to do. But ego is is so important and it's there for you to live a wonderful life. But if you've got poopy negative beliefs, your ego's gonna be scary. And it will be running the show. So here's your little hope that I hope that you can realize or feel a little sliver of truth that you're not your ego. It would be impossible for you to be it because you're watching it. And that as you start to watch your life, you're going to get some more peace. And that is the whole thing is about being happier. So these are our deep thoughts for today. Let me know how they are. Please like and subscribe and give me some stars on here. I would appreciate it. And thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Have a great day.